Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, 
God. Woo! Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. You know what? I don't know what. Every day. Fight on my battles. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Father. Nobody like you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. You gotta declare that this morning. There's no one can, that can do you like Jesus. Come on now. I can use them. Thank you, Lord. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's already mine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't know where I would be. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. My God. My God. My God. You made way. Out of the way. You keep on blessing. Every day. Fight on my battles. Thank you, Lord. My God. Can't nobody do me like you, Jesus. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know what that song reminds me of? That he takes care of every situation. He takes care of every problem he takes care of like he takes care of there's nothing that i don't have to take care of it he takes care of it he takes care of every problem he takes care of every situation he takes care of every circumstance of every situation if nobody else is riding with me if nobody else believes in me if nobody else is Oh, with me. Guess what? The word of God tells me if God is for me, ooh, that ought to be your declaration today. Oh my God. That, if, that ought to be your deco, declaration today. If you've been looking for a sense of belonging, well, I feel like I just don't feel like I belong. Can I tell you something? If God is for you, ooh, if God is for you, 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 you better get a revelation of God being for you. You better get a revelation of God being for you. You got to get a revelation of God being for you. You better get that revelation this morning. You better get fresh perspective this morning. If God be for you, come on now. If God be for you, Julia. If God be for you, Kedra. If God, when he said, can't nobody do me like Jesus. When he said, in the valley you've been with me. Come on, y'all. If God be for you. If God be for you, Michelle. If God be for you, Cassandra. If God be for you, Teresa. If God be for you. Woo! 
if God be for you, if God be for you, my God, if God be for you, if God is for you, if God be for you, my God, can I read this to you? Oh, you got to get revelation this morning. If God be for me, oh, come on now, come on now, help us to see it, Lord God, like you do. Oh, if God be for me, can I tell you something? You will worship and not worry. If if you knew that God was for you, you would worship and not worry. If you knew God was for you, Jericho, you would worship and not worry. You would pray as if you knew the answer was yes. You would believe and receive. If you really knew God was for you, if you really knew, Carlos, that God was for you, my God, if you really knew you were called, if you really knew you were predestined, if you really knew you were on purpose, if you knew, if you really, really knew, Kelly, that God was intentional when he made you. If you really, really know who you belong to, if you really, really know whose you were, God, if you had revelation in your heart of the word of God, can I tell you something? You would move with new motivation. You wouldn't move careless, but you would move move as if you knew who were your who your God was. You would move differently. You would shake differently. You would worship differently. If you really, 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 really understood, my God, that if God was for you, nobody else could be against you. We ain't got no passive Jesus. We ain't got no passive Jesus. The greater works of Jesus is still late, is still active today. We keep walking around like Jesus is passive and he ain't working on our behalf today. Like the word don't work. If you really, 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 really know. If you really, 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 really understood who you were in Christ Jesus, whose you were, and you'll walk around with not an arrogance, not an air, but a confidence in what the word said. And no matter what man said, and no matter who talked about you, you wouldn't even spend no energy and time. Oh, I'm trying to see. I'm not, you know, I'm trying. I'm not going to make moves until I figure out who's with me. You got God with you. Uh, I'm not going to do this unless I know I got support. You got God with you. Ooh, my God. Well, you know, I need, I'm looking, you know, I, I want to stand for my healing, right? But I, I ain't got nobody to pray with me. You got God with you. You got God with you. And if you got God with you, nothing else matters. My God. Romans 8. Let me back this up a little bit. Thank you for this, Lord God. Thank you for this, Lord God. My God, we're not going to put no band-aid on things no more. We're going to stand in the fullness of who we call. If I really understood that God was working all things out for my behalf, if I really understood what I meant to God, Lord God, give us a revelation of what we mean to you. My God. If, if I really had revelation of what I meant to God, how precious I was to God, ooh, how precious other, if I had revelation, this is a, can I tell you something? If I really had revelation of what I meant to God, I would never, I would never mistreat people. I would never mistreat people. If I had real revelation of what I meant to God, I would never ever put my mouth. I would 
will never bind another sister and brother with the words of our mouth. Father God, forgive us for every word that we've ever spoken against anybody else, even when we didn't understand what a person was doing. Father God, forgive us because that is your precious son. That is your precious daughter. You created them in the image of God. So Father God, forgive us, my God, for speaking out against one another. If I Can I tell you something? When you got revelation of who you are to God and what you are to God, come on now. My God, when you got true revelation, you walk different, you act different, you think different, you speak different, you live different. Why? Because you got revelation that of who you are to God. You got revelation of who you are to the kingdom. When I real revelation of this, I ain't messy. Woo, uh-uh-uh. Let me drink a little bit. I ain't, I ain't messy. I, I ain't messy. When I, when, I got real, when I got revelation of who I am, I recognize I ain't even got no time for no mess. I recognize I ain't even got no time for no pettiness. Ooh, I got to go. I got to do something. My God, this is stirring me up. I, I will come to the revelation. I will come to, I don't have all, I don't have no time for all of this because I've seen who I am in Christ Jesus. And I got to be about my father's business. Somebody put that in the comments today. I got to spend, I got to spend more time being out or being about my father's business. I got to spend more time not judging things in the natural. I don't have time to waste. The, the, I want to say, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Like the preacher, I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to be caught up in pettiness. I don't, Lord, forgive me. For, as a matter forgive me. If I'm not to be judged by no man, I'm not supposed to be judging anybody else. Father God, I forgive me. Forgive me. Let me become relentless. Ooh, let me become relentless in my pursuit of you. Let me become relentless. Not in pursuit of purpose. Not in pursuit of things. Let me become relentless in my pursuit of you. Ooh, let me become relentless in my pursuit of you. Let me become relentless. So even, my God, if it looks like something isn't working, Jeanette, if it looks like if something is not working, Natalie, if it looks like something is not adding up, if I really knew what I knew, then I would still keep my mind on Jesus, my fixed preeminence, my fixed thought process would be on Jesus, right? Because the way my house has been built, ooh, baby, come on, Holy Spirit, because the way my house has been built, my God, the way my house has been built, the way the structure of my house, my God has been built, it is fortified in the word. So I'm not going to be swayed by opinions of whether or not God loves me. I'm not going to be swayed by opinions on whether or not God believes in me. I'm not going to be swayed by opinions because the foundation of my house is built on his love through his word. Oh my God. So if I really knew, my God, that God who God was and who I was to God, I worship different. Oh my God. I live differently. I tune in and focus my attention, my God, on the one that called me. Oh, that means Jesus is the fixed point. Oh my God. That means Jesus is the fixed point. So let me give you this. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. I told you in the fourth quarter, if you missed the message yesterday, you need to go back and get it. I told you in this fourth quarter, he about to clean us up. Oh my God. 
I told you, it's like a polishing. I see it in the spirit. Like he's been drudging things out of our heart. He's been pulling things out of our heart all year long. He's been showing us the condition of our heart all year long. Now he's like, okay, now we're going to polish this thing up so that you can live in purpose. It does not mean, because it comes in layers, it does not mean he will not keep cleaning. He will not keep refining. He will. But right now, he wants you to be ready for purpose. He's calling you to a higher level in him, a higher standard in him. Oh my God, Lord God, give us more revelation in your word. Give our hearts understanding of who you called us to be. Let us have revelation knowledge. Let us walk with new purpose. Let us walk in new vision. Let us walk in clarity. Let us walk in unusual sounds. Let us keep our mind on you. Let us remain steadfast and immovable, abiding in your work, abiding in your word. Let us trust you, Father God, in places that we have never trusted you before. Open the eyes of our understanding. Give us revelation heart, knowledge in our heart, Lord God. Show us the things in our heart, Lord God, in which we still swayed in wrong opinion, Lord God. Let us walk in the fullness of you. Let our life be a praise unto you. Let us see your power evident in our life today, Lord God. My God, Lord God, show us your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to read two things to you, and then we're going to get out of here. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to read two things to you, and then we're going to get out of here. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the charge up in your word. If you knew who, if you really knew, my God, you would stop being timid in the things of God. Ooh, can I tell you why? Ooh, come on now. Let's be real. What does it mean to be timid? Oh, oh my God. Walking around in timidity and making excuses for it. That's how I used to be. Timid, 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 timid. Walking around in timidity and making excuses. When I am timid, I show a lack of courage. I show a lack of confidence and I'm easily scared. Ooh. That was like the police sign. And when I am timid, I show a lack of of confidence. I show a lack of courage and I'm easily frightened. Oh my God. When I'm timid, I lack courage. When I'm timid, I'm fearful. When I'm timid, I'm apprehensive. Oh, when I, I don't move in the divine timing of God, I don't move in the swiftness of God. I'm afraid, afraid to do what God is asking me to do in this season. I'm afraid of how I may appear before people. I'm afraid of what people may say and do if I start really doing what God asked me to do. I'm afraid to pull away. I'm afraid to be isolated. I'm afraid to trust God. My God, my God, I decree and declare the spirit of boldness is falling on you right now. I'm too timid to ask for what I want. I'm finna go. I'm getting ready to go. When the when the word of God said, tells me to boldly become, boldly come before your father. Boldly come before your father. I'm too timid to ask for what I want. I'm, I'm too timid to talk to God as if he's my God. Ooh, I'm too timid to talk to God as if he's my God. I'm, I'm too timid. I'm too, I'm too timid. I'm too timid to talk to God. I'm asking God for stuff for everybody else but not myself. I'm praying for it, and I'm calling it humility, but I'm really scared. Ooh, I'm calling it humility, but I'm really scared. I'm really afraid if it happens. Ooh, 
I don't have the capacity to handle it. Ooh, Jesus. My God. So instead of entering to, going to his throne with boldness, ooh, my God, I'm going to go pray about everybody else besides myself. Because it makes, I don't know, you know, that's what I'm called for. You know, that's what, you called to pray for everybody else, but it's time for you to boldly approach your throne. Hebrews 4 and 16, my God. Let me back it up to the 15 verse. As a matter of fact, let me back it up to the 14 verse. Oh my God. This a this a so I got a, you got a boldness, boldness, a boldness before you. Can I tell you something else? Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we profess. Do you know what it means to profess? I'm professing to be a Christian. I'm professing to trust God. I'm professing to say I believe about believe in God. I'm professing to say I trust God. This is what I profess out my mouth. My ooh, mm, mm. This is what I profess out my mouth. This is what I profess. I profess this. I, he said, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what I pro pro profess. I, I'm not. If I'm scared to make a move, then I'm not holding firmly to what I profess. If I'm Afraid to walk fully in the thingness of things of God, my God, my, maybe because I don't even understand. It's fine if you don't understand it. That's what faith is for. Then I'm afraid, I'm professing it, but I'm not holding on to it. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm professing it, Jamaica, but I'm not holding on to it. Ooh, professing I'm a Christian, but ain't no evidence, my God, of Christ being in my life. Josiah and I was talking last night. He said, for some reason, um, we, we have walked into a generation of people who, who want to talk about just the humility of Christ. Like, you know, I'm like Jesus, I'm serving, I'm a servant, you know, I'm a servant. He said, but not walking, he said, Mama, but not walking in the boldness of Christ. Not, not laying hands on the sick. Not really walking in your purpose. He said, love to, love to exemplify the humility of Jesus, but don't want to exemplify the power of Jesus. Love to walk in the humility of Jesus, but don't want to walk in the power of Jesus. Oh, my. Love to be humble. I'm humble. You know, I'm like Christ. I'm serving the poor. But don't want to walk in the power of Jesus. That's timidity. That's, 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 that's the fear of what I might look like. That's the fear of what, what, I might, what might happen. Oh, my God. He said, Mama, humility. Oh, you know, I'm humble. I serve Jesus. I'm like Christ. But don't want to walk in the power. The power of Jesus, the greater works of Jesus, is supposed to be demonstrated in our life. If I'm following, if I'm following Jesus Christ, this is what the scripture says, Jenny. If I'm following, following Jesus Christ, it says miracle signs and wonders shall follow those that believe. When you come to your place of what God has called you in. A, okay, don't get in my head of myself. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Back up. It says, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to what we profess. For we do not have a high priest who 
is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. This is why Paul told Paul, Jamaica, he said, when Paul was like, Paul was like, get this thorn out my side. I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. We tell him, he said, get this thorn out my side. Lord, the weight of this is too heavy. And, Paul, and Jesus, God comes back to him and says, Paul, I understand what you're saying to me. I'm not acknowledging that the weight of what you're carrying is not heavy. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is, no matter the weight of what you carry, some of us are carrying some heavy things. No matter the weight of what you carry, my grace is so sufficient. My grace is going to complete this. My grace is going to finish this. No matter the weight of what you're carrying, baby. No matter the weight of what you're carrying. No matter what. He said, my power is going to come when you get weak. This is when you're going to experience the finished Work of Jesus. So you ain't got time to be timid. He says, my grace. He said, my grace is going to come. My grace is going to come. My favor is going to come. My provision is going to come. My wisdom is going to come. He does. So he saw in James. He said, boldly ask for wisdom. Ooh, my God. Are you even asking for the wisdom? Come on, Lakeisha. Are you even asking? Boldly ask for wisdom. Lord, I need your wit. Lord, I don't have wisdom for ah, whatever it is. Ooh. Lord, I don't have the wisdom for this. I need your wisdom on this. He says, therefore, my God, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who was tempted in every way that we are tempted, yet was without sin. Can I give you this? John 14, when he tells him, he said, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm gone, y'all. I'm gone. I'm gone. Holy Spirit, you are disrupting every one of our little sanctified, saved, set apart processes that ain't got nothing to do with God. I see it in the word this morning. He says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who was tempted in every way that we are yet what was without sin. Jesus was tempted in every way. When he has been tempted in every way, then he has the wisdom to give us for every situation. So why would I be walking around timid when Jesus that's alive in me has the wisdom that I need for every situation. Skip over to John 14, 26. He said, I'm out of here. Paraphrasing hip hop version. I'm out of here. I'm gone. I'm about to leave. But this is what I won't do. I'm not going to send you and leave you without somebody who can comfort you, without somebody who can advocate, without somebody who can teach you all things, without somebody who's going to strengthen you. I'm not leaving you by yourself. Holy Spirit going to come and complete the rest of this. I got to go. That's what he said. He said, Holy Spirit going to, so, so then here's your assignment. Here, here's your assignment. Here's your assignment. He said, let us then <laughs> approach the throne of grace with confidence. <laughs> Ooh, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. So that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Jesus ain't giving you advice. Let me help y'all in plain terms. Jesus has the authority, has the power, has the understanding. So He's going to give you the best advice for your circumstance. He's going to give you the best situation for your circumstance. And what you don't receive, the rest you're going to have to trust him in faith. Come on, y'all. He says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. Come on now. So that we may receive mercy 
and find grace to help us in our time of need. Come on now. You are powerless. The law is powerless. Your works are powerless. That's what Romans 8 and 3 tells us. You are powerless. The works are powerless. Whatever we try to do in the flesh is going to be weakened in the flesh. But whatever we try to do by the spirit, it's going to be strengthened in the spirit. My God. Come on now. My God. So let me jump back over here. Talking about dealing with this timidity. Oh, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Talking about dealing with this timidity. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but it gives us power, love, and self Discipline. I can't afford to be timid. I can't afford to not share. I'm not putting confidence and courage in myself. I'm not putting confidence and courage in other people. I'm putting confidence and courage in the word of God. I'm putting confidence in the fact that it's God that works all things. I'm putting confidence in the fact that if God is for me, who else can be against me? I, it don't even matter who against me. It don't even matter who don't believe. It don't matter. I matter in trust. I'm putting confidence. I'm coming bold with confidence. Even in my weakness to know where I'm weak, where I don't understand, where I don't have wisdom, that God has enough. So I'm coming boldly before his throne. I'm coming in confidence, understanding who I am. I can't afford to be there. Put that in the comments. I can't afford to be timid in this season. I, I can't afford to be timid in this season. I can't afford to be timid in this season. I can't be afraid. I can't be up. I can't be afraid. I can't be worried about what the fight may be. I can't be worried about what the fight may be. I can't afford to be timid in this season. I got to act like my God is my God. I got to act like he is the good shepherd. We've been quoting, professing, professing, professing. We've been professing all our lives. We've been holding on to this all our lives. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, but still in want, still in lack. How does that add up? How how does that add? Somebody better. Somebody need to tell me. How does that add up? How how does I'm professing? I'm professing. So then, if I'm still in lack, I gotta get bold before my father and say, Oh wait 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 wait, did daddy this this don't add up to what I've been professing? This this don't add up to the finished works of Jesus. This don't add up. You told me in Matthew 6 not to worry because you take care of my food, clothing, and shelter. Tell me not to act like the pagans. Now, if there's some place where I'm not trusting you or holding over to faith, I need you to reveal it to me because I've, I, I've been professing the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want, right? I've been professing it, but my life look like I'm in want. My life look like I'm in lack. So I'm coming, coming boldly before your throne. Me, this me, this your daughter. My finances ain't adding up. Me, this me, this your daughter. My health ain't adding up. Me, me, this me, this your daughter. My children ain't adding up. Me, this me, this your daughter. What, right? This me, this her. The one you said, my God, you told me I was going to get married again. It ain't adding up. Just reminding you, just here before you, because I'm weak. <laughs> Just, just here before you because I'm worried. Just, just here before you because I need some strength. <laughs> 
Just just bow before you. Just 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 bow before you. Just bow before you. And then waiting and pausing on you to answer me. Because why? Come on now. My God, why am I waiting on you to answer me? Why am I waiting on you to answer me? Because I know don't nobody else have an answer for this. But you, you the maker. You the one that created me. You the one that know why I'm on pause. You the one that know why it ain't happened yet. You the one that know why I'm in lack. You the one know that why I'm the privacy. You know absolutely everything. Look, right, so I'm going to wait patiently before you, after I went boldly before your throne. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Putting my request out there before God. Put, put my request out there before God. Put my request out there before God. And then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, going to guard my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. Why? Because I'm putting my request out there before God. Because I'm not going to be timid in this season. Because I know who my father is. My God, some may end up, if I'm professing my faith, if I'm professing the word of God, if I'm professing my faith, if I'm professing I'm a Christian, if I'm professing this is who God is in my life, then my lifestyle has to be, my life needs to start adding up to what I'm professing. That's how the word works. My God, Hebrews tells us the word is active and living and sharper than any two-edged sword. If the word is active and living and sharper than any two-edged sword, then why is it inactive in my health? Why is it inactive in my marriage? Why is it? Lord, I need your wisdom on this. I cannot afford to be timid in this season. Why? Here's why. Let me give you your why and we out of here. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Let's go over to Romans 8. Thank you for your wisdom, this one. Thank you for your knowledge. See, God gives us solutions on his terms. Woo! Some of us, can I tell you, some of us, we've been living solutions. We've been living in solutions based on our terms or based on this world's terms. God gives solutions on his terms. I've been really meditating on John 10 and 10, and the Lord just keeps reminding me. He's like, I came so you could have you can exchange the word abundant life i came so you could have a satisfying life i came so you could have a fruitful life not just on the other side so why would you live in anything less than what i came for why would you live in anything else if you profess in your faith then your life gotta start lining up let me give you this. This is Romans 8. Oh my God, I thank you for this. And I'm going to read it to you in the Message Bible. <laughs> Woo! Come on, Lord. Okay, thank you, Father. It says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it don't even matter. <laughs> He does our praying in us and for us. When I don't even know what to pray, just go lay before the throne. <laughs> when I don't even know what to pray, just go lay before the throne. <laughs> just lay. Lord, I don't even know what to pray. As a matter of fact, let me not mutter or make nothing up. Let me be. This might be the first time I'm honest. Lord, I don't even know what to pray in this circumstance or this situation. This too much. <laughs> Come on, y'all. This this too much. I don't even know. I don't even know what to pray. 
Lord, this too much. This, this too much. Lord, this too much. I don't even know what to pray. So instead of me trying to make some up, I'm gonna be bold enough to tell you, I don't even, I don't even know what to pray. I don't even, woo, I don't even, I surrender all. I don't, Lord, I don't even know what to pray. I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I ain't got no creative words for this. I can't make nothing up in this situation. Lord, I don't even know what to pray. He said, he said, he said, it don't even matter. He does our praying in us and for us, making prayer out of our worldly sighs and our aching groans. I understand now why my grandmother used to just Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I understand now why my grandmother used to say mm, 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 mm. there were some things she had no idea what to pray there were some things that she had no idea what to say there were some things that had her so overwhelmed but guess what she was bold enough to not try to fix it for herself she was bold enough to not try to fix it for herself she was bold enough to come before god oh he know what to pray <laughs> this this situation supersedes my prayer <laughs> oh i don't even know what to pray it says he does our praying in us. He does our praying for us. Making prayer out of our worldless sides, our aching groans. He knows us. <laughs> he knows us far better than we know ourselves. Oh, Lord God, you make me. You make me. He said he knows us far better than we know ourselves. My God, he knows our pregnant condition and keeps us before God. My God, God, my God. He knows our pregnant condition and keeps us before the presence of God. That's why we can be so sure. He knows the ministry you got to be give birth to. He knows the businesses you call to. He knows your marriage. He knows your children. He knows everything. That's what it says here. It says he knows we know ourselves. Knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure. You can be sure of this, baby. You can bank on this, baby. You can count on this, baby. He says he knows every detail in our lives. My God, of love. For God is working out something for our good. You got to declare that this morning. God is working something. That's where the boldness come in. God is working something out for our good. God is all up in your business. God has not left you. He said, I'll never leave you, Natalie. He said, I'll never leave you, Vanessa. He said, I'll never leave you, Angela. He said, I'll never leave you, Dorothy. He said, I'll never leave you, Jeanette. He said, I'll never leave you, Jamaica. I'll never leave you. He said, I'll never leave you, Courtney. He said, I'll never leave you, Kim Yarley. He said, I'll never leave you, Kelly. He said, I'll never leave you, Kirby. He said, I'll never leave you, Alexis. He said, I'll never leave you, Vanessa. He said it, he said it, Mama Jeanette. He said, I'll never leave you. Can I share something with you this morning? If he'll never leave you, baby, that comes with his power. <laughs> See, we, God is never, professing the faith. But not seeing evidence in our word, our life. 
Lord said, he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. Good. Then you ought to be experiencing some power. <laughs> then you ought to be experiencing some protection. Then you ought, to be, you ought to be receiving some provision. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'll never leave I'm never going to forsake you. I'm never going to leave you on the outside of things. I'm never going to call you to business and your business fail. I'm never going to call you to marriage and your marriage fail. It might be some stuff we got to work out along the way. That's what I hear the Lord say. It might be some stuff we got to work out, George. It might, it might be some stuff we got to work out, Nisi. It might be some stuff we got to change. It might be some stuff we got to do a little different, Carlos. It might be some stuff that needs to look a little different. He said, but I'm never never going to leave you or forsake you. Even when you mess up, even when you fall, I just need you to get back up again. Come on, hold on. Let me finish this up. We got to go. Oh, I got to go. Oh my God. Look, it says, it says, God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. And he decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. God is shaping your life Along the same lines of Jesus. God is shaping your life. On the same. You got to be bold. That's why you got to be bold. You can't afford to be timid. Baby, I can't be timid about the things of God. I can't be timid about the word of God. Oh, my God. He says, God is shaping you along the same lines of the life of his son. The son stands firm. Come on. First in the line of humanity restored. The son got restored first. When you accepted Jesus Christ, as Lord said it, guess what happens? Your restoration comes. Oh, come on now. He said, after God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name. We'd be around here saying, he knows my name. Do you know what it means when God knows your name? Restoration comes. Do you know what it means? When God knows your name, he knows. We think that's a get out of trouble card. When God knows your name, baby, he restores. When God knows your name, he heals. When God knows your name, he delivers. When God knows your name, baby, he sets you free. When he knows your name, he's intentional. He's perfecting. He's creating. He's aligning it up for your good. Oh, let me go. Come on. Oh my God. It says, it says, we see the original and intended shape of our lives in Jesus Christ. After God made the decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. You on a solid basis with God. You're on a solid basis with God. That's why you can't afford to be in the past. You good with God. You got to say that today. I'm good with God. I'm good with God. I'm good with God. God ain't against me. God for me. I'm good with God. My past don't determine if I'm good with God. Now I'm good with God. Oh, Jesus made me good with God. That's what he said. He said, oh, thank you, Lord. And made them good with God. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I'm good. I'm good with them. He's put you on a solid basis with himself. And then after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what he has begun. When he do a good work in you, my God, when he calls you under purpose, he don't set you out there amongst wolves and be like, okay, let's see what happens. That ain't the kind of God we serve. When he calls you into purpose, when he calls you into a thing, he's going to complete it. 
Philippians 1 6 tell me he gonna finish this thing out well I just gotta put a trust in him I gotta stop trying to complete myself I gotta put my hope and believe in him and not in everything else not in the degrees not in the money not in the networking I gotta put my trust and believe in belief in everything else he said and he's oh my god I said completing what he begun so what do you think with God on our side like this how can we lose? <laughs> Woo! Cambria, you good with God. With God, see, Cambria, the manifestation is just waiting. To, yo, you got revelation. The manifestation is just going to catch up with the revelation. Once the manifestation catch up with the revelation, when the revelation and the manifestation line up, then the external evidence. See, the greater work is done, Kimberly, in the inside first, right? So when the greater work is done in the inside first, might not look like it on the outside yet, right? But once I got revelation, the manifestation comes. The manifestation happens spiritually first. So when my spiritual life begins to line up, then I'll begin to see the external manifestation of this. See, we do it opposite. We look for the external manifestation before we get the internal, the spiritual manifestation. That's why Galatians 6 and 9 says to us, I need you to understand this. Do not get weary in well-doing, for in due season you're going to reap. <laughs> in due season you're going to reap. Do not, do not. It's happening in the spiritual before it happens in the natural. It happens in heaven before it happens here on earth. The books have already read. So we aren't looking for the external manifestation first. We don't trust what our eyes see, Kimberly. We trust what our, we know to be true in the word of God. Let me close this out. It says, so what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition, <laughs> Embracing us right in the condition we are in. Embracing us right in the mess we are in. Embracing us with our bad attitudes. Embracing us with our, last, our lack of faith. He said, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son. Is there anything else he wouldn't gladly do and free for us? He already, he sacrificed his son. He put Jesus on the cross so we wouldn't have to pay the penalty of death. If he already went the ultimate way, right? There's no other man that's going to lay your life like God there. He already laid his life. What else will he not do for us? You got to get a revelation for this. If he kept me out of hell and he's telling me, I'm not just coming here to keep you out of hell. I'm coming so you experience abundant life. What else? Is, I got to start looking for the what else. Hold on. Come on now. It says, and who would dare tangle with? <laughs> this is what I love. That's why when I be saying God is gangster and people be like, you know, don't say that. No, God is gangster. God, God don't play about his kids. I'm sorry. Gangster is just an urban, um, colloquial, I can't even get the word. It's just an urban term. <laughs> it's just an urban term. Don't, don't, don't get that. It's just an urban term. Is it, is there anything else he wouldn't do gladly? Is it, this is what he said. Is it, and who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? <laughs> who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? In the other version, it says, if God is for me, who can be against me? <laughs> I got to get revelation. If God is for me, who can be against it? It says, who would dare even to the point of a finger? Who would even touch one of your fingers? Come on. It says, the one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, 
is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. Jesus is your high priest advocating for us. So when I can I, so when the enemy comes in like a flood, the word becomes a standard. When the when the in the course of heaven, I did, that's a whole lesson. When the course and when I'm in the course of heaven, my name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. So then when the enemy is spewing venom and lying and trying to do all this stuff, remember how he did Job? He's like, let me do it. And Jesus, God was like, well, you can't have his life. When the enemy is, then Jesus, the high priest, advocates the blood. He said, oh, no, that's your chosen. He, that's what he says to God. He said, oh, no, that's your chosen. Oh, no, that's your chosen. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The enemy is messing with your chosen. Oh, come on now. It says, the one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. That's why sometimes you, that's why you got to be bold. Hey, I'm your chosen. Lord, I'm your chosen. Lord Jesus, you're the high priest. I'm I'm the chosen. I'm chosen by God. I'm selected by God. I accepted God as Lord in Christ. Let me go on and repent. Let me repent for the things that I've done. Once I repent, it's under the blood. It's me. It's your chosen. Woo! Come on now. He says, Do you think? He says, He says, in the presence of God at the very do you think anyone is gonna be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? <laughs> there is no way, no trouble, no hard times. Not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in the scripture can keep us between God. He said they kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. Ooh, that's it. Let me give you one more thing. Can we can I give you one more thing and we out of here? Oh my God. Come on now. Let me encourage you through the word. One more time. I need to give you one more thing this morning. I want to read this to you before we go. Oh my God. Thank you. 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 Philippians, this is the Passion Translations 3 and the 7th and the 8th verse. Yet all of the accomplished that I once took credit for, I've now forsaken them. And I regard it all as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. Everything else I took credit for, everything I've accomplished, all the boasting in myself, all the other things that have happened have nothing in comparison to Jesus Christ being my Lord. I would ask, what are the things that I've held in higher regard than Jesus? I prayed that this morning. Ask the Lord, Lord, what are the things that I've held in higher regard of you, what are the things that I'm still holding on from that's keeping me from experiencing the delight of Jesus Christ as my Lord? Because when I hold on, this is what Paul said, when I hold on to my past, right, and when I hold on to my boasting, then those things keep me from experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. A verse, he says, to truly know him, it's Paul talking. He said, I meant letting go of everything from my past, throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap. Woo! He says, it's all like a pile of manure to me now. So I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as Lord and all of his greatness. This passage of scripture tells me it's some stuff I got to get rid of. Got to get rid of boasting. Woo! And I got to get rid of delighting in myself. And I got to begin to ask, Holy Spirit, show me where I've been delighting in myself. My God. And where I'm still holding on to things in my past. Because those things will come keep me 
from experiencing the fullness of who Jesus is. And don't answer that for yourself. When you pray that, pause. <laughs> when you pray that, pause. When you pray that, pause. Pause. When you pray it, pause. Pause. Pray it and pause. Pause. You might, it might get quiet. Lord, show me where I'm still boasting. Show me where I'm still holding on to my titles and my other things to finish this thing, to complete the work. Show me me. Show me me. Show me where I'm still stuck in me. Ooh. Show me where I'm still stuck in me. That's what you should be praying over yourself. Show me where I'm still stuck in me. Ooh. Show me what's in me that does not line up with Jesus Christ. Show me that, Lord God. And then show me the places where I'm still muddling and holding on in my past because anything in my past is keeping me from reaching for Jesus. Anything in my past, Jesus is reaching for me and my, I can't see. <laughs> Jesus is trying to complete me, bring me to another level, and I can't see him because I'm back here. And for me, ain't nothing back here but a wall. Lord, you mean when we turn around and live in our past, we running into walls? Ugh. Oh, I gotta go. Let's do our confession. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner or to give to this ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there. Cash App Us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministries. You can give there. Second, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, or you need to renew, you need to renew your confession of faith. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, this is the time. Anyone who comes unto him, he's going to receive. He's not going to reject you. He's not going to reject you. He's not going to reject you. Anyone, he's going to receive. Y'all stay in place. Let's do our confession together. Don't do no rolling stops. Don't go just jump off. Stay in place. Stay in place this morning. In this season, it's going to be very important for you to stay in place. Don't move so quickly. God got something for you to the end. Right? God got something for you to the end. So, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you made that statement of faith, do me a favor. Send me an email. Info at justbeinglmj.com and we're going to send you some resources and we're going to send, send you some materials. This morning I sent out our new set of confessions. We still confessing Joyce Meyer daily. We still confessing it. Don't stop confessing your Joyce Meyer's confessions. That's one part of your confession, right? One of the things we do is we confess the word of God all day long. So you can pull out little chunks of it and confess the word all day long. That's a strategy. That's a strategy. I can pull out the word of God and confess all day long. So our new confession, I sent out an email. If you are not subscribed to our email system, go to the website and subscribe so that you can get all the resources and the materials and the devotionals that we send out via email. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel as well if you're not subscribed to YouTube. So let's get our confession in. It says, I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart of the wicked. I am not weak in faith. Woo! I am strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. 
No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I am grounded and settled in faith. I am established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns toward my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my precedent. Now shout, it is done. It's done. Now, I need to pray for our children. Thank you, Lord. I need to pray. I need to pray for our children to be attached to the place they belong. Um, I was praying this morning over our, our kids. Y'all know I got a list of kids that I pray over. I was praying this morning over our kids. And as I was praying over our kids, God was reminding me of something that Josiah shared with me one time. And he was like, Mom, sometimes I've, I haven't felt that I belong. Not to be accepted, but to feel as if you belong, right? Our kids need their people. Our kids, because God called us into community. God called us into fellowship. Come on now. God called us into those things. There are people that you belong to. Sometimes we with the wrong people, so the people that we belong to can't come. This was my advice to Josiah. I said to him, I said, if you would step away from the people that you know that the Lord is telling you to not accept it. We've accepted by the beloved. Not that we accept it, and we accept it by the beloved. But there are people that they belong to. There are people that are their people. There are people that they're supposed to do community and fellowship with, right? In Jesus Christ, right? So the Lord, I tell, he told me, he said, sometimes I feel like I'm not belong. And I, and I said to him, I said, it's because you're trying to belong. And this can go for adults as well. He says, because you're trying to belong to the wrong people. I told him that. I said, you, you keep trying to associate or say, you keep trying to fit in a space that you don't belong to. I said, if you will step out, then God will send you your people. God will send you your people. It's going to seem isolated for a second. You're going to seem alone for a second. But if you will step out, God will send you your people. If you will stop trying to fit in and get acceptance for the wrong people, and you will step out, God will send you your people. They may not look like anything you ever imagined. You're trying to fit in a space that God did not call you to fit in. So why you don't feel like you belong, you don't feel like you belong in a certain place because you with the wrong people. <laughs> oh, that's a word. That's a word for somebody else. <laughs> oh, you with the wrong people. <laughs> so we are praying, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for bringing our children out of wrong relationships and putting them into the places and spaces they belong. The God-ordained relationships. Father God, I see someone's daughter entangled. Ooh, I don't know who this was. Entangled in the wrong relationship. Her boyfriend has been abusive. <laughs> My God. And this mother has been praying for a way of escape. Lord God, I thank you for providing a way of escape for her daughter. I thank you, Father God, that you are opening her daughter's eyes so that she can see this is not the relationship for her. That this boyfriend is not for her. 
then she will no longer settle with being abused. Show her her worth in Christ Jesus. My God, you got a whole husband for us, her, and she's settling. Lord God, show her her worth. Bring her out of this unhealthy, abusive relationship, Lord God. My, and she young too. Lord God, bring her out of this unhealthy relationship and bring her to a relationship in Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Father God, for bringing our children into healthy relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father God, for bringing them out of ungodly relationships. Whatever daughter that is, we just set the motion by prayer. So don't get scared. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't be consumed. You've been seeing. Trust what you've been seeing. No, trust, don't badger her. Don't badger the situation. Trust what you've been seeing. It's an ungodly relationship. It's some soul ties there. There's some soul ties there. So when there's soul ties there, it's harder to work away from the relationships, right? That goes for anything. When your kids tie themselves in relationships with people in community, it's hard to break away from those relationships. So don't badger them. Don't badger them. Don't badger them. Don't badger them. I'm going to say it again. Don't badger them. Get in position and pray. Ephesians 1, 15, 21. Ask God to remove those idols from them. Thank you, Lord, for this. Don't badger them, though. Don't beat them up. Don't keep nagging. That's not going to help them. Ask the Lord Ask the Lord to do a greater work in them so that they can walk away from them relationship. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we cancel the spirit of suicide off our children. When they don't feel like they belong, they will not commit suicide. It's not even an option. We are removing and taking suicide off the table. We thank you, Father God. Hope is coming into our heart. We speak and dismiss suicide right now in Jesus' name. Suicide will not even be in their thinking. Father God, we thank you for giving them hope and filling them with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, that's it. Thank you, Father. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Can you do me a favor? Share this devotional. Don't hold on to this one today. Somebody needs hope in Christ Jesus. You can go, you can copy the YouTube link. If you don't want to, if you're not comfortable with doing it public yet, if you're not comfortable with sharing the word public yet, because that's you just ain't there yet. It's okay. And you should do me a favor. When YouTube finalizes, go over to YouTube, copy the YouTube link, right? Copy the YouTube link and then send it to some people. There are some people that need this word today. I feel it deep in my heart. It's some people on your timeline that need this word today. It's, a, it's some people on your timeline. It's some people in your story. Share. We are not trying to make Lakeisha M. Johnson famous. We want Jesus. We need the gospel. People need the gospel. People need the gospel. People need the gospel. But if you're not here there yet, copy the YouTube link. Just copy, send it to a whole bunch of people in text. Say, here you go. You need this today. You need this today. You need this today. And then pray over it before you send it. Lord, open their eyes of their understanding so they can receive what they receive this. They need, you need this today. You need the freedom. You need the freedom that comes in Christ Jesus. And guess what? I'll see you back here tomorrow. Live at fire. Love. Peace and peace and blessings. Ladies, don't forget, 7 o'clock prayer. 7 o'clock prayer. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo! Thank you, Father. My God. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.